0: Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome.
1: Round two. Round
0: two. us <laughs> um, Yeah, welcome to this left is under- our second
1: attempt at doing this episode now. Because yeah. Because the first one was vile.
0: Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, so... So this is going to be... And you'll probably notice, because I feel like for whatever reason, my mic especially was running pretty hot that day, and I've yeah. tweaked some things now, so hopefully it doesn't, you know, the audio, but you might notice a difference in the audio, um, because this is going to be
1: kind of spliced from two separate recording sessions, so, yeah. f-
0: for whatever reason the I first, had...
1: The first time we tried to do an episode, it fucking sucked dick, so <laughs> we're uh, trying to do a, uh, <clears throat> an actually acceptable episode.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it sucked. Do you think it sucked? I mean, it kind of sucked. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, I was gonna say I thought it was pretty funny, but also, yeah, it's. Just oh yeah, not... no,
1: it was definitely funny, but like yeah. I think that's more of like uh, that's just Cam and Evan. Yeah, it's that it,
0: it was. It's it's gonna remain in our private reserve. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, that's gonna. It's it's just an outtake. It's just an outtake.
1: It's gonna remain on the cutting room floor. Yeah, there was
0: there was a lot of, (laughs) there was a lot of, and some of it, a a good amount of it will stay in. There's a lot of inside humor that will remain in the episode, but um, it really took on the tone of kind of more of a private conversation between the two of us about some of our thoughts on on. on, on specific specifically the adult film industry, um, <laughs> which, again, none of them... You shouldn't be too alarmed, but just the subject matter, like, isn't in line with... Basically, yeah. as Evan put it, it, it kind of just turned into, like, a Come Town episode, and yeah. <laughs> that's never been our vibe. I mean, we've always yeah. had an element of... Uh, let's say toilet humor in yeah. our in our repertoire. But yeah, this but was
1: just Cam and Evan's sucking fuck hour, and it got just... it got too sweaty. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna kind of rehash some things, but also, yeah. uh, you know just talk about some new stuff and then some of the, yeah. other, cause you know, half of that episode was great and, and good. So, um, yeah. if you notice that that's why also, um, I did just want to add disclaimer that one of the things that we talk about in the episode, um, is a story that's complicated, right? Yeah. It's complicated because it's a story about, um, that contains, you know, elements of, of animal abuse, right? Which is not something that Evan and I like. And you, we, sh- we both feel like we shouldn't have to say that, but yeah. like,
1: I don't think we've taken a pro animal abuse no. uh, stance in the past. I mean, but, our uh,
0: third co-host Sancho is a is an animal himself. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't uh, want to uh, be one of those guys who's like, I'm not racist. I voted for Obama. But like, you know, Sancho's here, and he'll say something if he feels like we've stepped out of line. But we're both animal animal lovers. I wouldn't even just say we're not animal abuse advocates, but we both really like them. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> so when you hear us laughing and joking about this story, I want to make it clear: it's, dude we're laughing his at the dog
1: in the woods. Yeah, there's
0: a story about a dude who <laughs> fucked his dog in the woods. You've probably heard the story. Um, yeah. And the, the guy is the he's the goose. Spoiler yeah. alert: that's the goose of the week. Um, yeah, the way that the he handled. The show. The we way- we
1: don't we don't think animal abuse is funny, but we. But we think the way that this man approached, right. his the, the reaction to him yeah. uh, abusing his animal was very funny.
0: He he <laughs> is the joke, and yeah. the dog is not the joke. The poor Border Collie. Yes, in our thoughts and our prayers. Yeah. Now, when it's two animals abusing each other, uh, yeah, I feel like that's when okay. The, when it's brother manatees. When it's two fun. manatee brothers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Have had it, gentlemen. <laughs> <That's>,
0: uh. <laughs> by all means, that's good and great. Yeah. But um, anyhow, uh, that out of the way, um, you know, yep. I don't want to get too bogged down in that. Uh, yeah, so we we are gonna talk about some other stuff to start the week. But one thing that I, that I did mention, and I just want to briefly mention it here, one thing that I did mention in the the now cut part, and it's kind of too woven in to leave it in, so I just want to reiterate it here. I talked at fairly great length about what I consider to be uh, the finest uh, piece of of amateur pornography ever created, uh, which is, which is of course cake farts. Um, I think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, and I have, you know, Evan has known me for a long time now, like twelve years or something, maybe longer, and it's been a part of our relationship since then. Um, I think I discovered it around that time. And and it, and I just want you all to be aware of it if you're not already. Um, I do want it to uh, crescendo in popularity. So uh, if you haven't yet seen Cake Farts, um, I mean, be forewarned, it is t- technically adult and explicit material, but it's also just yeah. wildly funny and great. And uh, yeah. I, st- I stand by my appreciation of it as a, uh, as a work of sort of amateur
1: art yeah i mean i'm a fan of bat pussy myself that was Um, dude that was a hysterical movie i'm not even sure that you could call that porn the attempt to create porn was there but i'm not sure you can call that porn there's not really a lot of sex in it yeah i think it's really just like a seemingly a married couple saying the meanest shit on earth to each other yeah because the guy can't get hard
0: you motherfucker you mother and he's just like i'm you're you motherfucker i'm gonna fuck you you motherfucker she's like you can't even get it up motherfucker you'd fuck me if you could but you can't motherfucker and he's like well i'm gonna f- i'm gonna fuck you you motherfucker guess what and then it's just interspersed with shots of like a naked bat girl bouncing around on one of those inflatable yeah. bouncy balls that you you know the big yeah, riding just
1: like in flyover country
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: and it's, like, 40 minutes long, and that's, like, the whole yeah. thing.
0: And then, you know, cut back to the attempt at the sex scene. Yeah. Just you wait until I get my dick hard, motherfucker. I'm going <laughs> to fuck you, you motherfucker. Just... You can't fuck me, motherfucker. You can't even get that dick hard. Dude, it's, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's outstanding. Funny. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so this should give you guys an idea that, like, if this yeah. is the stuff that we're leaving in, you don't really need to hear the rest yeah. of it. It's, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Um
1: outtakes yeah outtakes
0: and what do you do with outtakes you take them out
1: yeah 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 you take them out you don't leave them in you don't leave them in all right anyway so uh without much further ado i suppose let's start the show okay now wait now correct okay now that we're on the subject i would like to bring up uh today's new york post article okay which is actually two months old um and i kind of i this is another one i kept wanting to read but i forgot about it yeah um so pen uh so just a content warning there's bestiality in this oh gross. <laughs> so uh if probably content warning i suppose this whole episode is i guess it's quite yeah. quite quite not safe for work uh so don't listen to it uh outside of airpods at work but um <laughs> but, uh, yeah don't put this on while you're like cooking dinner for your kids yeah uh i don't think anybody i mean this, this episode it. is our, th- this is
0: bad even by our standards
1: yeah i mean yeah there, there was one of our uh one of my real life friends uh she's listened to the podcast since day one and she said one time she was listening to it and she had somebody was supposed to come over like some kind of a uh, uh, contractor or something and she paused it when he came over yeah and she waited until he left and then turned on she said immediately when she turns on it's just we just start talking about like diarrhea or something just like shitting (laughs) and she was just like she was like thank you Uh, she was like i'm so happy i
0: paused it when that guy came over (laughs) it's tough i think that in it's it's probably a large part of why we're not more successful but i also think think that it's a large part of the legitimate charm of our friendship i don't really our relationship. think it is
1: there's, there's definitely way more disgusting podcasts than ours that have oh, done very well totally totally i'm just saying like
0: you know i think a lot of the people that get that sort of immediate bump are people that really pander to like the broadest audience possible and i think that we yeah. haven't done that you know what I mean? We have such a niche thing, and it's it's still growing. But, which we, is but sick. we have like, a diehard
1: audience. Yeah, there's there's
0: like more and more people every month that that are getting on board with you know. And I know, yeah. I know that some of you fuckers are gonna want to hear about cake farts. <laughs> and in and, and the off chance that any of you degenerates haven't seen it, yeah. I am honored to, because like I said, I've spread this. One in of the a very, sickos
1: that listen to us?
0: <laughs> I've spread cake farts around in a very grassroots way.
1: Yeah. among my close I, I friends. I never heard about it until until I knew you and yeah and Cake Farts is per, there there's a fold in my brain dedicated to Cake Farts. <laughs> exactly. Ever since
0: I've known you. It's, per, it's permanent and and <laughs> I know so many people for whom that's the case and now yeah. all of you can join unless you're already on board but I encourage you to reevaluate it if you're if you're already aware of Cake Farts and have kind of dismissed it as some sort of cheap piece as of gosh I, I, <laughs> as as I encourage you to reevaluate its its uh its artistic merit and yeah. and begin introducing it to those around you we are i would love for those. it to go some version of porno viral you know 20 years after it was filmed yeah. uh and and achieve some sort of internet fame that would be fantastic yeah anyway um new york post right i I, I promise you i can keep my
1: mouth shut about cake farts for i'm not sure you can once i start reading this uh penn state professor themis matsukas accused of performing sexual acts with his dog Mm -hmm. quote i do it to blow off steam (laughs) 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 oh jeez. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, A long-time and award-winning Penn State professor allegedly performed sexual acts with his dog in sickening displays that were captured on a State Forest trail camera. Uh, sorry, this oh. is by David Proper, again in the New he York He would Post. do it,
0: like, out on the hiking trail? Yeah. That's not cool,
1: man. I, I don't like that.
0: Okay, animal so, abuse.
1: Yeah, no, this is animal abuse. Um, So, Themis Matsukis, 64, was charged Tuesday after he was allegedly caught earlier this year naked from the waist down Except for socks and shoes, committing the perverted sex acts with his collie near bathrooms at Rothrock State Forest in Pennsylvania. Near the to bathrooms? Dude, yeah,
0: he would Man, go he, out onto he, a trip. He, like, do this at home, you well, sick fuck! Don't do it at all. Yeah, don't also, do it at all. Here's the thing but- he clearly gotten to the point where he was like, he felt like he was so, so good at fucking his dog. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you know how people that commit crimes, they get bolder and bolder? Yeah, he's doing
1: it near the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, gosh, there are so many places
0: on a trail where if you want to have sex with your dog, you can do it and not get caught. I've never thought of that before, but I'm immediately realizing that this guy must have wanted someone to see. And here's the thing, that poor dog.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like,
1: ugh. Collies aren't the biggest dogs. It
0: doesn't, that's not,
1: that's I not know. why it's, uh, Evan, I know. it's not I a just,
0: size issue.
1: I, well, I'm just saying, dogs you, know. are
0: just, the, you just guys, just don't <laughs> fuck your dogs.
1: Yeah, absolutely don't. But like, Jesus Christ, like, what the fuck? So then Matsukas, who was on leave from the university, was identified through a North Face backpack he was carrying from an incident in April and also May according to a criminal complaint cited by the oh, Center Daily Times. so they Times. were building a case against him. Yes. He allegedly tried to record himself performing the lewd acts with an electronic tablet, according to the trail cam footage, um, uh, Fox 43 reported. Can
0: you imagine being in one of this guy's classes and, and getting a, a free A for the semester, not having to go to class, and just being like, okay, you're good, whatever... And then explaining to like like oh what so what happened at school well uh, he was my his dog. sociology professor was was caught with the uh, in in <laughs> in flagrante delicto yeah. with a sea bass, <laughs>
1: it's like it's just not uh, oh oh yep. boy, uh, now after Matsukas was identified as the possible suspect, rangers from the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Searched his home earlier this month, again this is in June, and he went into a panic, the complaint reportedly states. At one point, investigators told him they thought he knew why they were searching his home, leading Matsukis to reply repeatedly, I'm done, I'm dead, the charging documents alleged. He also begged rangers to shoot him, saying I need to die, and additionally told investigators, i do it to blow off steam, the documents reportedly stated. The rangers reportedly, uh, were reportedly able to find the backpack and ski mask that was visible in April footage. They also saw a collie in his home that matched the dog in the video, according to docs. Matsukis was a chemical engineering professor dating back to 1991, receiving at least three teaching awards during his tenure, the Center Daily Times reported. Themis Matsukis has been relieved of his responsibilities and is on leave, the school told the newspaper. His attorney, Matthew McClenahan, didn't have much to say Wednesday, telling the publication it would be inappropriate to make any comment at this time. <laughs> Matsukis was charged with open lewdness, indecent exposure, and sexual intercourse with an animal, misdemeanors, and summary charges of cruelty to animals. They're only misdemeanors? And diso- no, as well as misdemeanors, I believe. Oh, okay. So, so the I think the other ones are felonies, and then... Like, indecent exposure, that's a felony, right? Uh, sure. I don't know. Indecent exposure is probably not a felony. Maybe not. I don't
0: it's, know, but f- fucking your dog ought yeah. to be.
1: Yeah, 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 bestiality should be. Um, he allegedly uh, has been mm. partaking... In, here's here's the kicker. You ready for this? He allegedly has been partaking in ludax in the forest since 2014, according to authorities. Wow. Doesn't specify animals or humans. Um... Themis Matsukis is for sure today's, he's the goose of the week. Um, Well, I wouldn't want him
0: (laughs) near a goose.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. is it all animals or just dogs or, you know, quadrupeds or geese involved? Um, Although I
0: will say that's a, that's a, that's a, you remember the movie, the movie Dr. Doolittle? Well, there's the original, but then they made the Eddie Murphy one. That's a facet of it that they, that's an untapped facet of the movie. Oh, you yeah, know, what a, if yeah, what this if, guy what if one down of the animals, animals started, started right? flirting with him, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, dude, this guy just like begging the Rangers to shoot him and saying he needs to die. Isn't that a
0: thing in Baldur's Gate? Can't you like isn't there a shape shifting character that you can have sex with and like they turn into a bear during the scene or something?
1: Uh well there is Halson and he's a druid and his the creature turns into is a bear. And you can fuck like any of the any of the companion so i I would imagine you could do that i'm Uh, i'm currently romancing this half elf baddie uh so we've smooched but nothing more oh (laughs) dude i I don't so maybe that's
0: why there's no love in my life right now because uh i don't have baldur's gate (laughs) yeah and i I, digital romance is
1: what i crave (laughs) okay it's better than animal romance well we can't call that
0: romance i don't think
1: yeah. It's This goes
0: back to my previous statement about Super fucked up. My previous statement about consenting adult humans.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: who you can fuck. Yeah. And any of them that you want to as long as they also yeah. want to. You know
1: any adult that's consenting.
0: Yeah. You know. I don't care. I don't care what they're wh- Any legal adult that's consenting. I don't consenting, care who's fucking Preferably or who's within fucked. a tight age range. But if they if they can't
1: say yes. <laughs> If they can't talk because they're a different species. Yeah, or for any reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, I don't there's, can, there's, there's people that are mute. So no, you know? but they can speak. Not. They can't no, no, speak if no, they can communicate. If they have vocal cord damage. Or something. But they can
0: communicate. Sign language, you've heard of this.
1: They don't have arms. What if they don't have arms? They can nod. Paralyzed.
0: Yeah, maybe at that point. Yeah, then maybe that's the <laughs> line. Maybe we've found the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a person who cannot consent. We have found the line. Yeah, if they have no, way, if there's no way of them letting you know no, that they want to no do communicative
1: it, communicative abilities. If
0: yeah. There's no way of them knowing that, that you want to do it. Yeah, and yeah. I think you got. I think you got to take. You got to. You got to take the hint on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got. Yeah, you got. Come rip, on, come on, rip on fellas. You know. Yeah. Let's stick to. Let's stick. Let's stick to communicative adults. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, in, in
0: whatever fashion they communicate yep. as long yeah. as it's mutually intelligible. I mean after the manatee thing i'm sure that people you know the posts yeah. realizing they got a lot of like they got a lot of hits
1: on that yeah well this one is from before that hmm. the, this was a big story a few weeks ago a couple months ago yeah i mean he was a uh, quite a quite a renowned professor by all accounts what you was know? he a professor of again uh chemical engineering i think chemical
0: engineering
1: three teaching awards yeah Dude, just yeah. him begging them to shoot him is so fucked up.
0: Dude. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: because I think he's aware that what he's doing is 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 horrible. Yeah, dude's got fucking nothing but socks, shoes, and a ski mask on, and he's trying to record himself banging his fucking dog on a trail outside the bathrooms. This dude is a fucking freak, dude. In
0: like the middle of hiking season. All right, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. That's horrible. That's a horrible story. (laughs) He does it to blow off
1: steam. I don't know. Try something else, bud. Get a get some fucking
0: like there are so many Acupuncture,
1: man. There are so many
0: hobbies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's so many
0: things that you could do. Make model airplanes or something. Or model Gundams. Or fucking little boats and bottles. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know, get into drinking colloidal silver. Like there's all sorts of ways to fill your time.
1: Yeah. Become one of those blue people. What, like the guy who tattooed himself like the avatars
0: no I'm saying like because there's people that think drinking colloidal silver is like like the ultimate health cure but it actually just causes silver buildup in your skin and yeah. your organs and can turn your tissues blue so if you if you drink Might enough of it you start to dye your insides and then if you drink more of it you start to dye your outsides and so you can be you can be blue I'm gonna find. I forgot that I had a porn site up. So I'm, like, I like open it up like what the fuck? Like,
2: why is there
0: just a big old fucking ding dong right there? Um, this this one's gone off the absolute deep end. This started as a history show, folks. Sweet. But Evan and I are so busy and we don't want to not put out episodes. So it's like yeah, so here we we're are just
1: degrading ourselves for you people.
0: Yeah, here we are doing the thing. So you can turn yourself blue like this guy. Oh.
1: Uh, okay, it's... Nice. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know, this, there's a lot of artifacts going on on the screen, you're trying to show well, me Well, he's blue. Yeah. From
0: drinking colloidal silver.
1: Anyway, uh, I did also, now, now that we've, now that we've uh, uh, just really gone off the deep end, I did uh, have something serious to talk about as well, so... So, uh, I did want to talk a bit about what the fuck has been going on in Ecuador over the last, like, week and couple months. So uh you've heard about some of this correct mm-hmm. so uh about a week ago uh there was a political uh a presidential candidate was assassinated uh and this was um his name was fernando Vira vicencio who was uh he was the presidential candidate for a sort of center-right party in ecuador um however he's like very uh like an environmentalist and Uh, very, like, um, staunchly, like, anti-crime and anti-organized crime and corruption. And he was murdered, uh, and this was, like, on Twitter, like, I fucking saw it. it. Like, he was, uh, assassinated right after a campaign stop as he got into his car, surrounded by, like, police and his bodyguards. And then fucking just this week, like, just, uh, yesterday, um... a a leader of uh, a left-wing party, uh, Revolución Ciudadana, uh, whose name was Pedro Biones. He was just assassinated as well. So I'd like to read right now. uh, This is from the AP. Uh, This is from Today by Regina Garcia Cano. And it's a political leader in Ecuador is killed less than a week after presidential candidate's assassination. And so... uh, The unprecedented violence-shaking Ecuador claimed the life of another political leader Monday, bringing the number of politics-related slangs within the last four weeks to three, including that of a presidential candidate. The fatal shooting of Pedro Briones, a local leader of Revolución Ciudadana, a party of former president Rafael Correa, was confirmed by Luisa Gonzalez, the front-runner in Sunday's special presidential election and member of the same party. The shooting happened in the northern province of Esmeraldas. Details were not immediately available. Ecuador is, ex- is experiencing its bloodiest era, Gonzalez tweeted. A heartfelt hug to the family of colleague Pedro Briones fallen by the hands of violence. The killing of Briones, who is a political leader in a rural area of San Mateo de Esmeraldas, came less than a week after the South American country was rocked by the assassination, in broad daylight, of presidential candidate Fernando Villa, uh, Villa Vicencio who had a famously tough stance on organized crime and, cor- and corruption. Villavicencio was killed at the end of a political rally in Quito, the capital, despite having a security detail that included police and bodyguards. Their slayings followed the July 26th fatal shooting of the mayor of Manta, Ecuador's third largest city. Agustin Intriago, 38, had recently been re-elected to a term that began in May. And uh, really, I just, you know, I wanted to talk about this really because... I feel like we've we've kind of got a beat right now uh, in our podcast where we really cover sort of like uh, a lot of the post uh, operation Condor like kind of like like the I mean this is like what America has turned you know Latin America and South America into you know we've got episodes on um, uh, Pedro Castillo and, and his election and he's been ousted since in a coup. Um, as well as, you know, the dictatorship in the 90s of Alberto Fujimori. And we've also got, um, <clears throat> you know, we've talked about, uh, obviously the, the MAS party in Bolivia with Evo Morales and his rise to power and the subsequent coup that took him out, but then his party coming back to power. And, you know, you know, Cam had his trip to, uh, Nicaragua and, you know, he's talked a little bit about kind of the goings on there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of just want to talk about this and I don't know, Cam hear your thoughts as well uh
0: well i mean you you sort of i don't have a whole lot to add truthfully i mean it's 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 definitely alarming anytime you see um a country that's so firmly within our orbit you know that destabilized um yeah and i think you're right to to you know draw the connections to our own actions in that part of the world um mm-hmm. but yeah i don't i don't know much more about it so uh yeah. i don't have anything else to add really it's 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 mm-hmm. just i mean it's certainly not anything that we haven't kind of talked about before like it's it's just unfortunate because you know in my extremely limited experience um not in ecuador but in a neighboring country like people are very much actively living with the consequences of our actions down there, and, um, it's just clear that, you know, despite decades of Mm -hmm. distance between, like, overt action down there and now, that hasn't changed much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's
1: fucked. It's definitely fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's, uh... Uh, I guess I'll just continue here with the um, with the uh, the article. So, thousands of people have been killed over the past three years in Ecuador as the country has transformed into a major drug trafficking hub
2: mm-hmm. and
1: cartel-aided local gangs battle for control of the streets, prisons, and drug routes. Crime and violence have dominated the discussions around Sunday's election. In an interview with the Associated Press, Gonzalez said she revamped her security detail following via vicencio's killing but continues to refuse to wear a bulletproof vest arguing that she is a christian woman i have faith in god he is the one who takes care of us she said nice yeah i i would caution her to maybe reconsider that yeah i mean um, god's <clears throat> been
0: god's been letting christians get martyred since day one dude that's like yeah. the whole that's the whole fucking thing yeah that's a pretty it's it's fundamental religion. to the faith, my man, yeah. my, my 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 lady, my dude. He let himself get martyred as yeah, a matter of it's fact. St- day one, <laughs> like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Day one shit is like you know God will let you get killed for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't necessarily. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But maybe anyway, pick a
0: better God, like uh, yeah. one that will let you like paint yourself with some kind of blood or something, and then or do some kind of ritual and and, yeah. and gain protection that way. But the Christian God, no, I don't think he's. Yeah. He's really the one for that
1: yeah i don't think he's protecting too many people no um so uh should she become president and this is uh continuing at the article should she become president she said she plans to take a tough stance on crime cleaning up police forces increasing control along the country's borders, and investing and investing in equipment for law enforcement gonzalez criticized the government of president guillermo lasso for lacking control inside detention facilities, which she said prisoners and organized crime have turned into their productive and recreational centers. At least four hundred inmates have died since twenty twenty one during various riots. That's On a Saturday. that's a
0: crazy figure. Yeah. Because Ecuador is, is not small... a massive country. How many no, no, people no. live in Ecuador? It's no like, I, I, I uh, can tell much. you it's it's
1: Yeah. It's um uh, more than I thought. So it's like eighteen million people. Mm. Um but, uh, yeah, so 400 since 2021 during, during various riots have, have been killed. Inmates. Oh, on so it's it's like twice as big as Nicaragua. Yeah. I yeah, thought, I was I thinking know. it was around 10 million, but it's about 18. Mm. Um, on Saturday, authorities moved the leader of one of the country's most powerful gangs, Los Choneros, into a maximum security prison. Villavicencio had accused the group and its leader, Adolfo Macias, alias Fito, whom he linked to Mexico's Sinaloa cartel, of threatening him and his campaign team days before the assassination, and this is this is one of the reasons I really want to talk about this, mm-hmm. because that line that I just said, he is this, um, <clears throat> you know, this anti-cartel stance, anti-organized crime that he's taking, including against Adolfo Macias, who is uh, linked to the Sinaloa cartel. Now, one of the things with the Mexican uh, drug cartels. Uh, to know of is that a lot of these especially you know like Los Zetas a lot of these guys in these cartels were fucking or were, at least for Los Zetas you know Los Zetas was built by Mexican special forces guess where the Mexican special forces were trained Fort Bragg no that makes sense right here in the States by yeah. American special forces yeah and you know and obviously the 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 United States through the, you know, the CIA has a long and storied history of working hand in glove some might even say the cartels as an extension of the cia for its drug smuggling operations Mm. and uh so again just like i said this is like this post condor world here in latin america that uh you know is still to this day you know we still like the cold war may be over but we're still seeing all of this political violence right here you know right here in our neighbors yeah um and uh so continuing The gang boss was moved out of a jail with lighter security into a maximum security prison and the same large complex of detention facilities in the port city of Guayaquil. The transfer occurred after about 4,000 soldiers and police officers raided the jail where Macias was being held and seized weapons, ammunition, and explosives in the jail. Jesus. Like, (laughs) they got explosives in the fucking jail. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah.
0: it's So, um... I know that that Ecuador is is not neighboring uh El Salvador, but yeah. it's just an interesting it's an interesting juxtaposition to like what's so have you followed that situation at all, how like the the new president of El Salvador Naive, has basically Naive just Buchanan. like mass arrested like three hundred thousand people. And well, he's, obviously not even, he's not
1: even really the new president. He's been there for years. He fucking he was buying like hundred Bitcoin by the hundreds of millions Jesus. because he thought Bitcoin was going to be the next big thing and he kept bragging that he was buying it on the dip and he bought like like a like hundred million in Bitcoin right before the massive crash and this like like destroyed so much of his country's like fucking reserves and shit buying all this Bitcoin. He was the Bitcoin president. He was going to fucking cryptocurrency conferences. Naibu <laughs> But you were saying uh, what? what was
0: yeah, well, he's, he's now he's been he was in the news yeah. in the last few months because he has fairly effectively, if you if you believe the hype, uh, yeah. dealt with the uh, the gang problem, particularly like MS-13, which is the major yeah. uh, Salvadorian gang that's yeah. got a huge presence in the states as well and throughout mm-hmm. Central and South America. Um, they were in charge, basically, of large parts of that country, and uh, yeah. he, he threw, like, 300,000 people into jail, like, built a bunch of new detention centers. Now, there are obvious humanitarian concerns that, like, a, a huge percentage of those people are likely not actually gang members, and just got, like, swept. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just, like, if you have tattoos, you're going to jail. Like, there was there were huge, yeah, you know, just mass arrests of people. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not condoning that. I don't think that's, like... But there's the, the, the fucking the 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 crime problem has dipped mm-hmm. seriously, um, yeah. and then you look at Ecuador and you know the prisons that's they've got bombs. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like how if if neither one of these options is like the humanitarian or the right option, it's like what? Yeah. fuck, man. Like the problem is dire.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, Nayib Bukele is also uh, I would say the world leader that most look like uh, most looks like he would be. Um, DJing at a club. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> trying to think. I, mean, I don't know. wearing
1: that, that white, the white backwards cap. Volodymyr Zelensky has kind of a fucking club DJ look. I don't think he has a club DJ look. I mean, I think he has a club drug user look. <laughs> you think he looks like he does drugs? I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think he, he, uh, he looks like he would be DJing at a club. Like, I'm talking like, Naeem Bukele's whole thing, like, his, uh, you look at like how he dresses and shit when he goes out. Absolutely, dude. You think Zelensky does with his stupid-ass fatigues that he always wears? No, not all with the, the fatigues. Shit. I
0: just think that a lot of those Eastern European guys make me think of... I, I, I don't know. They look like DJs. Wow. Like, they'd be like, Oh, yeah, disco. Finest. He's best club in all of Kiev. You know? like
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's
0: just what I'm... Just... I don't know. I don't think him, though. Okay, fine. He doesn't look like a DJ. You can be right.
1: Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway, so continuing. Um, in response, jail inmates on Monday protested and hung signs demanding Macias be transferred back. We want peace, return Fito, read one of the signs visible from the road outside the complex. I assume just by the way that that's worded that it was written in English, which always when there's a country where English is not the main language and people are holding up signs in English, I think you might want to start thinking about exactly who's that message for. Yeah. Because <laughs> if everybody in the country speaks Spanish and then there's a sign that's in English, it's because they want somebody who speaks English to read it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which, uh, so, um, like uh, like uh, with Alex, Alex Herbert, when he was on our episode, yeah. and he's talking about that graffiti that in was in Georgia and it was written in English with like these perfectly stenciled graffiti. He's like, Somebody paid for this and they paid for it because they want somebody to read it. Yeah. You know, specific people. Right. Uh yeah. The sign in Georgia that said in English, Russia is a terrorist state. Um by digress. Um, so which uh so it says uh read one of the signs visible from the road outside the complex which dozens of police officers and members of the armed forces guarded after spores of Macias arrived on motorcycles to protest his relocation. Authorities have not disclosed a motive for Villavicencio's killing. An Ecuadorian judge on Friday ordered preventive detention for six Colombian men, described by... Uh, Colombia, again, little spook alarms going off, uh, described by authorities as being suspected of involvement in the slaying. Because again, remember uh, that uh, attempted coup? on uh, in venezuela during trump's tenure and it included a bunch of colombians in it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um so the fbi is assisting in the investigation authorities did not immediately release details of briones slaying uh, the country's national police tallied 3568 violent deaths in the first six months of this year far more than the 2042 reported reported during the same period in 2022 the year ended with 4,600 violent deaths, the country's highest in history, and doubled the total in 2021.
2: I feel bored tonight. I love to my guitar. She's shaking her head.
1: Is going
0: down. Yep. Yep. Scary. Scary stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Scary stuff. Sir. Wonder who's. Wonder who's. Who's behind it all?
1: No way of knowing. Yep. I I couldn't even venture a guess. (laughs) I couldn't possibly, sir. Yeah, sir. I could not. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't, sir. Sir. I I lack the evidence, sir, or the inclination. Constitution. I lack the constitution. I Lack sir. the constitution
0: for such a for such a <laughs> for, for, such, for such a spurious claim, sir.
1: Just doing an inside joke that none of our <laughs> listeners would. <we can.
0: laughs> so yeah, it's a lot. Well, I think everybody figures that stuff out pretty quickly. Like, yeah. look, Evan and I have been doing this show. We've said this before. We've been doing this show for like five years. It's just we've only been recording it for. We were doing it for five years before we started Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-oh. There's
0: a lot. There's a back catalog of things you'll okay. never know. Yeah, you'll never. You'll never know. Yeah, we'll let you in on the cake farts. Oh, uh, we stop. haven't even really dived into the Kingdom of Hull.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was, we actually, your that was our Hull.
0: first idea for a podcast was to do a show about the Kingdom of Hull.
1: So, so for the listeners at home, Cam and I have this long-going bit about a fake Scandinavian uh, kingdom called the Kingdom of Hull. Where we we've like we started developing this entire like history and mythology, yeah, uh, like the, the 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 mythological king Taktuki Tolkien talk, you know, and uh like I think one time we were moving out of out of my uh my old apartment where my my landlord had the yeah. last name Jorgensen, and we were talking about Jorgensen's maneuver, and then we came. Wait, up that with was this your landlord's
0: last name. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even remember that part. But yeah, the, the Jorgensen yeah. maneuver is, yeah. is uh, it's some rotation of a mattress. It's when you're carrying, mattress, the, the, carrying
1: so. the couch down the stairs, and you have to do this pivot where you lift it up and then turn it. Yeah, you know, around. Then, right? Yeah, so that it, like, yeah.
0: So you can and get it around corners. We are cracking we The Jorgensen Maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> we were like Perfect execution. Left. You know, before the invention of the Maneuver, a man could not even have a sofa in his home. It was, of course, not until 1975 when Helgi Jorgensen invented his patented Maneuver that a man could finally sit in peace in his own home without yeah. building a house around the f- a sofa. <laughs> the sofa, yeah. Prior to yeah, this, yeah. if you wanted a sofa, you would choose a spot, leave the sofa, and then erect the home. <laughs> erect the house around. <laughs> but now, with the power of modern science and
1: <laughs> geometry... Helge <laughs> Jorgensen. <L. G>. <laughs> God bless his soul. Peace be upon him. Uh. So anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was one of the original things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Was like we, we were going to do a podcast... Where Hull was uh, was hosting these pan-European uh, yes, uh, games. Yeah, games, and they
0: were, or they were, and it we was, were I going it to wasn't be, even that. I think it was that they were trying; they were making a yeah. bid to host either the Olympics or this whatever these games. And it was a pan, so pan-European, like, like a cultural games. package uh, yeah. of like of podcast episodes, uh, yeah. where they displayed their culture for the, the history world. and culture Their history yeah, and culture for the world
1: and overlooked it was an overlooked kingdom to the north of norway yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know if it was an island or what but it's it's yeah it's somewhere yeah. up there H-O yeah up in the arctic with an circle. umlaut ll yeah so anyway and the people were he, he called sound, sound off on the site formerly known as if you want us to uh yeah. if you want us to fucking do that because that would actually be really fun yeah. we should do those episodes
1: now, now that we've got some podcasting under about, I know. I feel
0: like because that was kind of an ambitious thing at the start, yeah. but uh, maybe we could, maybe we maybe could, maybe it could be it.
1: some paywalled content or something. Yeah. No. Yeah, not your father's hole. Yeah, <laughs> that's that <was> what <laughs> it was called. <laughs> that's what it was. Not your fa- not your father's hole. Welcome
0: not back, your of course, to another edition home. of Not Your Father's Hole. Yeah. This week we will of course be discussing the great, <laughs> the great. <laughs> I don't fucking know. The Great Whitefish Famine of 1953. <laughs> many, uh, many sons and daughters of Hull were starved to not year, I can tell you.
1: Alright, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, yeah, so if you want to hear about Not Your Father's Hull, sound off, yeah, let us know. You can reach out, email us, <laughs> and
0: their most famous seaman, Hrolfer Brown Breeches. <laughs> the greatest <the> seaman. <laughs> the greatest of seamen. <laughs> yes. Also, based on his geographic location, probably the wettest and the whitest of seamen as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Anyway, lots of semen um, are wet and white, but of yes, course. But this one is, is the white and also far the there, wettest, right, right in the in the yeah. Black Sea, and this uh, not the Black Sea, the, <laughs> the, the North Sea, the Baltic yeah, the sea. sea, and he's yeah. a very wet and white semen. It is a wet sea with the brownest of breeches. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I guess uh, uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about is do these fucking like fascists uh the the blind side the story about that uh, oh yeah the guy dude. From the blind side, yeah which i i just want to say uh the this couple is like i think they're I, I think they this they're the most american couple on earth if you look at them yeah i mean her hair i mean it's so- also they're, they're just they're they're like the uh <clears throat> the small american fascist franchisees too you know what i mean like like, like there's nobody more american And the fucking asshole who owns, like, 15 franchisees and is a millionaire, uh, just basically off of, uh, uh, paying, like, kids, like, eight bucks an hour. And then these fuckers took it to the next step, and they're like, what if we, like, tricked a kid into signing?" What if we bought a football star? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that's, that's, (laughs) like, what it is. And so here's the thing about this, right? (laughs) All right, so, well, first off, uh, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about, um, uh... Uh, Michael Ower, right? Is that, that, that how it? I think it's Ower, yeah. I'm not sure. But who um, was a football player? He was an NFL player for a, a number of years, made pretty good amount of money. Um, yeah, I think he played, but,
0: in, he was in the NFL for like seven years, which for, yeah. for, uh, was he a D lineman?
1: I think he was offensive lineman.
0: Well, either, okay, so for, yeah. for, for, uh, well, alignment in the NFL. I mean, 7 years is a, is is a pretty solid career. Those dudes take yeah. a fucking physical beating. So this is somebody who is basically like just a gladiator and 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 hurt himself professionally for entertainment, which I yeah. just think is important to note.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. And uh yeah, so he was a tackle in the NFL. Um, but uh so he became quite famous because uh, there was a story written about... So, like, he, you know, he grew up and uh, he was kind of like a, a neglected child. Uh, I think his dad was in of prison and his uh, mother um, was a drug addict. And so, as a teenager, you know, he was, like, struggling in school. He gets... Uh, well, apparently not, but as the story went, adopted by this uh, uh, family. Yeah. Uh, and in the movie... Andrew- that's the narratives that he's adopted. Yeah. yeah. And also in the book that it's based off, right? Because it was based on the book as well. Uh, yeah. Um.
0: The, the book isn't just about. So the book is actually more about. Um, and I haven't read the book, but but yeah. I read about the book uh, in reading about the story. It's it's about football as a whole and like yeah. the way that the game has changed. And then one yeah. sub story of the book is the uh, the true story of Michael Oher and yeah. his transition from I think playing college football to professional football yeah. um, that season um, oh, yeah. where he entered the draft.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it also should, should be stated too that, uh, this occurs in one of the most evil places in America, Memphis, Tennessee, and, uh, that Michael O'R is a black man and that the family that adopted him was white.
0: The whitest white people you've ever yeah,
1: seen. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, these, yeah. And, um, uh, and like a super racially segregated, you know, city, Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, that has, you know, a lot of violent crime and whatnot. And, um uh so apparently what happened well was that he did not actually get adopted he was they over 18. A, yeah they, they took advantage of him and had him uh and took conservatorship over him and apparently claimed that they were adopting him
0: yeah so as it was explained to him yeah so he was in a really tough situation he was a senior in high school uh he was 18 and he uh had grown up in a really tough situation. Um, Memphis, obviously, as Evan said, there are really, really tough parts of that city, um, and he was basically who's homeless. And yeah. as the story goes, and the way that this is presented in the movie, which I haven't seen um, and I, I yeah. won't see, because um, even even in 2011, I was like, that is not a thing that I am going to watch. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, and 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 we can talk about more about that movie in a minute, but. Um, he was a classmate of uh, these people. What is their name? I forget their name. The Twohies, right? The, yeah, Twohies. the Toes or the Toes, yeah, Twohies, however yeah, whatever. However uh, you say it. He was a classmate of their daughter. And, you know, the the, the matriarch of this family, the Sandra Bullock lady, um, She with the hair. She's got this yeah. fucking hair. Yeah, and man. she saw him and was like, hey, that boy needs a home. And it started with, let's take him in. And then they sort of found that he had this love of football and he didn't know anything about football and they sort of made him into this star athlete and then watched him blossom and that's the feel good story right the yeah. the privileged white family plucks the impoverished black youth from the streets and like raises him up and makes something of him and whatever right which is yeah, a problematic the movie
1: purpose, uh, you know the movie really doesn't dirty cuz they present him as like basically being like special needs yeah
0: and so that's part of <laughs> what his issue is so yeah. uh yeah he he's he is not the hero of this film okay yeah. the 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 white savior in Sandra Bullock is is absolutely the the person who's being painted as a as a hero in yeah. the film the blind side and and she has this woman in real life has has milked this right like her and her husband yeah. have gone on press junkets and they made a ton of money off that movie and they yeah. have sold their story and whatever and so the story now i'm sorry evan you can resume telling what's happening now in real time with yeah. michael
1: yeah so uh, so he's now claiming and i'm guessing this has probably been like like a long time you know maybe trying to get litigation going or something like that i don't know but uh, so this family though they were independently wealthy, they yeah. owned like fucking a hundred fast food franchises, right? Like a bunch of different ones: Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut, fucking Long John Silver's. Um,
0: and uh, so they they were <laughs> God, Long John
1: Silver's. I would
0: love so I'm so I'm supposed to go on this road trip, yeah. uh, end of September. I'm gonna help a friend move across the country and like. I would love to stop in at a Long John Silver's. I can't promise you that I'll like eat a full meal there, but I've never because we live on the East Coast, dog. There's no yeah, there's no Long that doesn't long John Silver's exist here. here. They tried to open a Red Lobster down near where Evan yeah. is once, and it got it just got boycotted.
1: I think I think there's one on the Cape somewhere too. Maybe I feel a like Long that. John's or,
0: or a a Red uh, Lobster. Red Lobster. Uh, that's hysterical. Their cheddar biscuits are good. I know I've eaten at a Red Lobster. I've
1: never eaten Red Lobster. I think I Lobster must have had really, it when well, I was in Arizona. You have better seafood at literally every restaurant around here. I know. You go to um,
0: Ginos, Mean Jeans.
1: Yeah, Mean Jeans. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, like this fucking like rich piece of shit family, they're already rich, and they sign like the conservator. They get this kid to sign away a conservatorship. Right. Oh, so sorry. That's what made- I meant
0: to say. They they explained yeah. to him that conservatorship was basically adoption for individuals who were over eighteen. Yeah. Which is not what conservatorship is, but that's how they explained it to no. him. And so, in his mind, this was just the legal uh, loophole or go around for a family to adopt someone who was yeah. technically an adult.
1: Yeah. And, uh, but no, that just means that they basically get the rights to him and, like, yeah. get to, like, control all of his money. Yeah. And, uh, so, like, he saw, he didn't. So, this family's already fucking rich. Yeah. And then they're already millionaires. And then, uh, they get the conservatorship and then they make millions and millions and millions more off of this fucking movie and don't give him a cent of it. Yeah. Uh, I I I'm. It's unclear <clears throat> his NFL money. I don't know if they had any control over uh, that.
0: I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that goes, and I don't know that the conservatorship. Yeah. Um, persists. I think he's definitely. Yeah. You know, outside of that, I think that so he's now he's now suing them for yeah. for millions of dollars um, and his claim is which you know I think we're both inclined to believe that's what it sounds like uh, his claim is that he was essentially duped and he's right. been portrayed in this movie which he is not a fan of um, yeah. he, he didn't sign off on this um, in this movie he's portrayed as Evan said as basically just being a dummy um, and he has now quite eloquently explained like no I, I was not stupid. Uh, yeah. I was in a really difficult situation, and I didn't have access to the kind of education that yeah. I would have liked. And he said, frankly, as anyone who knows me knows, like as soon as I received it, I flourished. I thrived. Yeah. Um, I was presented as being someone who was totally ignorant of football instead of someone who didn't have the opportunity to excel. And as soon as I received that opportunity, I excelled. He yeah. is the one who made this story what it is. Without him being the talent and the um the person that he is and actually overcoming these things himself yep. uh this story wouldn't exist and sure yeah it's nice that he had you know gained sort of a financial safety net which anyone who has experienced the benefits of will agree is a wonderful thing to have <coughs> but yep. like he's the star of the fucking story and yep. the movie and then the therefore the public understanding of the true story has not framed it that way at all
1: yeah yeah no and uh but uh so like i I don't know so these fucking like pieces of shit just like and the, the, the thing that's crazy to me about it is that they it's not just that they like took advantage of him right and then that they that they like boxed him out of the money that they made mm-hmm. but also that they needed to have a movie made saying that they're like good people yeah like, yeah. so this, is, this is what I mean, like, this, they are the most American people on Earth. They are right. just these, like, fucking, sm- like, franchisee fascist assholes that are just, like, you know, just, I mean, basically just selling junk to, uh, to people, taking advantage of the workers there. And then they fucking take, and then they take advantage of this kid, take all, of, like, all the money from, basically, his story, and then also need to be told that they're good people right yeah and, that, that, yeah. That's and, then, the and thing feed that, gets, that narrative
0: like, to everyone around them to say hey this is right. how it went down we're we're the we saved this boy yeah. and like i'm sure in an element so that's i think that's also part of of the genesis of this lawsuit is is yeah. you know this guy feeling like he was convinced he was convinced yeah. that he was a part of the family they referred to him as their son you know, uh, their children referred to him as their brother. You know, he he felt like he had a family. And then finding out, you know, what a conservatorship actually entails, you know. And again, this is something that's been really popularized with the whole Britney Spears saga over the yeah. last few years. Um, now, that, I think, has proven to be a little more nuanced Um because no. britney is is clearly dealing with some stuff but um, uh, yeah,
1: she's, uh, uh not to uh make too light of it but she's fucking insane yeah
0: yeah she's she's been having her own struggles so <laughs> sure but like the, at least the concept no. of conservatorship i think has been brought into the public eye through yeah. that and i think that you know the realization that like hey like wait were these people just like was i just like a cash grab for them you know yeah. and here's the thing the fact that, that that can't be easily silenced by their having a conversation with him um, leads me to believe that yeah at least on some level that's what it was yeah and they
1: literally didn't give him a dime from the movie
0: right and so it's 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 just i don't know man it's 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 tough i think that if there was some honest love here i don't think that this no. issue would come up i think if no. these people really cared about this person and if he was their son um and if they thought of him like a son or at least in the manner that, you know, through my personal experience that a parent thinks of a son, um there'd be no need for any of this. Yeah. So I think it's it's pretty clear. Um he obviously, you know, he's he's in his late 30s now. He's a little older than us. Um yeah. and he he has had sort of a life altering realization here, you know. And I, I yeah. and I, I I wish him well. I hope that he fucking milks these people for what he deserves. Yep. You know because he he's the hero of the story. You know.
1: Man, fucking Long John Silver's dude. I know
0: they are evil, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's ugh, gross. There ain't no oceans near Tennessee, man.
0: No. So okay, uh, <laughs> the,
1: on a funny note, I had. So everybody
0: by now knows I'm in the service industry, right? And I had uh, a gentleman sitting at my bar and uh, was asking, you know, oh, like you know, he was on a date and he was like, "What, what, what am I? What should we get?" And I was like, "Well, you know, this time of year we we're getting, you know, killer seafood in. You know, we we have beautiful like sushi grade tuna. We're getting really really good oysters." Um, and he was like, "Well." You know, normally I don't eat seafood unless I can see the ocean. And I was just like, dog, like, the ocean's like 20 minutes that way. Like, where do you... What the, what the fuck does he mean by that? I know, I'm like, where do you think you're at? And he's like, well, yeah, but wh- what? what is that, uh, what is that, uh, uh, Winger Sheik Beach? And I was like, well, y- yeah, that is one of them, but like, you know, the, you know how- the
1: seafood... Does he think the seafood would go bad? No, like right. An and so that's a, and so I literally and ocean? I was kinda of
0: busting this guy's balls because yeah. I was like, dude, you know how coasts work, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. Winger Beach is there, but also just the ocean keeps going up in both directions. Like Yeah, it's not it's yeah. not
1: like somebody waded out into that, that beach yeah. and caught the oysters. No, it's like used.
0: Gloucester's right there. It's a fishing port, yeah. you know, and oh, God what? forbid it comes from New Bedford. What is that? An yeah. hour and a half away packed on ice? Like yeah. so um and that's a drive. I mean, there's yeah. people that fly their shit in and, and eat, you know, at, for example, Long John Silver's, yeah, are eating yeah. seafood in Iowa. Like, yeah, I get that. But I'm like, yeah. dude, you're not... <laughs> like, you're, where do you you're... think you are? You're, you're in Massachusetts. The ocean's <laughs> right fucking there. Um, I just thought it was funny. So he's eating these oysters, and he's like, these are good. And I'm like, yeah, they survived the, the fucking trip. Yeah, they, they survived they, the long transit. They, <laughs> they managed to make it. Good to know, man. <laughs> Thanks oh jesus oh, are you, yeah just because oh i don't need a seafood unless i can see the ocean yeah. <laughs> first of all who wants to sit at a waterfront seafood restaurant every time they eat seafood those places are yeah. always tourist traps like yeah some of them are good but like they're always no. they're always tacky yeah, yeah oh for my sure. goodness anyhow <laughs> that was just a little thought that i had
1: fucking people yeah that guy sucks fuck that guy
0: yeah he sucks big time yeah. um Speaking of sucking, uh, I'd like to tell you guys how I feel about fucking porno. (laughs) (laughs) right. yep. Um, anyway, fuck it. See you guys later. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Anything
1: else? You want to do anything else? No, no, yeah, tell, uh, maybe don't tell people to listen to this episode, but tell people about and to listen to other episodes. Yeah, this is a deep cut yeah
0: uh, just fuck. oh fucking scrap it <laughs> yeah
1: let's <laughs> fucking get rid of it dude oh jesus all right, christ yeah. all right well
0: all right, anyway, uh yeah. thanks I for listening we'll
1: uh
0: and we hope that you know as many of you as are able will check out cake farts and uh <coughs> sorry to ecuador you know sucks uh yeah. sorry we did all the shit that made you guys yeah. so fucked up now
1: yeah and uh and then uh yeah we've got some um real history we keep saying this but it's coming next time so
0: i don't know i'm not gonna
1: make any more promises no nah, mine will be done so
0: evans will definitely be done yeah, i'm promising um i'm going to chicago next week y'all so at least we schedule might not have a one weird, next but week but it'll be yeah that, right? we'll, we'll 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 have it out sooner rather than later we'll say yeah. that all right all right well uh Peace. goodbye
1: and good luck and godspeed
0: and and may the and may the sun ever warm your back.
1: <laughs> but not your front. No,
0: well because that would mean that you died on that you, you're dead.
1: Oh, well if you're just walking down the street. Alright, anyway. Cool. See ya.
2: Just as easily as you and I do, by ten. they count by sixes fast. And when they study piano, they do their 6 fingered exercises. And when they went to school, they learned the golden rule and how to multiply by twelve easily. Just put down zero. But me, I have to learn it the hard way. Let me see.